podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, I'm Si and welcome to Ace Podcast Nation, the home of the revamped and new look Kevin McNaughton show. It is no longer crazy football. This is Super Kev Unscripted and this is episode number two. We are live on YouTube, Facebook and Twitter. Ace Podcast Nation, of course, home to many other great shows and series featuring top guests, expert analysts and more. So give us a follow on social media and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Best way to support us, the most direct way to support us, uh, click the bell when you subscribe and you get notification every time we go live or upload a show and you can get the audio versions of everything we do at the usual podcast and radio platforms. Super Kev Unscripted is unique and different to all our other shows, as in this series we don't focus on one particular subject, we don't just talk about the guest's career or football All the questions and topics are set by you, the people. Nothing is off limits, no censors, no scripts, apart from this introduction. Joining me for this series, as ever, is my good friend, former Scotland international, ex-Aberdeen, Bolton, Cardiff City defender, fire fire extinguisher, extraordinaire. And of course, Inverness, Cal- what is it? In- Inver- Inverness, Caledonian or something? I don't know. Super, super Kev McNaughton, welcome, my friend. How's the red wine? The red wine's going down nicely. Um, it's just sometimes a good thing, but obviously, towards the end of the show, it can become problematic, as we found before. <laughs> it was funny, man. So, I was going to say, it was a good one. Yeah, so for people who, who didn't catch, that was um, the now removed crazy football yep. episode number two um we had some problems with uh the copyright and stuff because we were watching clips and reacting to clips of football and stuff and uh, we unfortunately the episode got ripped down no matter how much editing i did to it and uh, it was interesting because it was a long one and there was a lot of red wine consumed towards the end i can't this is i can't actually remember the last 15 minutes of it which is it's a bit of a worry, really, but this is remember your message the next day. That was interesting. Towards the end, yeah, got a bit. That was, uh, yeah. It was only, I didn't even really notice it during the show, but it was when I went back to it the next day and looked at it. I was like, oh, it looked a bit worse for wear towards yeah. the end. Yeah, it's a marathon. 
I took it as a sprint, mate. I just went a wee bit too fast. And you mix, your lesson, mate. Mix, you mixing your lesson. drinks, mate, weren't you? Yeah, mixing was, yeah, drinks. Didn't stick to the red wine. But uh, yeah, Reese there says he's been waiting for this all day in work. Excellent. What we like to hear. Gavin says the Silver Fox, Bluebirds legend. Red so, wine and UB40. And that, funny enough, takes us into our first subject. So on the first episode of Super Kev Unscripted, uh, we, we opened the show with our all-time dinner guests or podcast guests, five people dead or alive. And um, we just had to, we were both picked our five and why. So today we're going with uh, our all-time music gig, uh, five bands or artists, which we can pick each, but the, uh, the final act is the, the main event, closing the show. Uh, so I just we literally just decided this subject about five minutes ago. So it's going to be interesting because we're going to do it on the fly, which is what we do. So um, just before we do do that, Steve McMahon, Stephen McMahon. Uh-huh. I wonder, if it's, uh-huh. I wonder if, it's, if it's that Stephen McMahon. I don't know. No, it's um, my friend. He says... Wine was good enough for Jesus, and that is <laughs> this, spot on. This is, this, is, this is my friend, by the way, that I mentioned that was going to be on here. So this, that, this could get me more interesting with him. Excellent, this. that's what I want. <laughs> that's what we want, is get more and more of your mates to come into the live chat. <laughs> this is not good. Ask I did you some awkward hoping, questions. To be honest with you, I did, I did ask him and then hoped he wouldn't find it. <laughs> I thought he's not clever enough to actually be able to sell himself up. <laughs> And get myself sending messages on here. That's not a good uh, sign. That's not a good sign for you, I don't no, think. That's all right. No, the questions could get interesting. And uh, J- interesting. Jason Jones says, uh, joining you on the Red Wine Super Kev. Nice Been one. looking forward to this. So people are loving it. And Garen says he is first time for him on a Tuesday. Obviously, the first, first episode of Unscripted we did was uh, we timed it badly, didn't we? Because Cardiff were playing at the same time. Oh, but yes, uh, with no further ado, then, mate. Who is your first musical act for the Super Kev concert of a lifetime? Uh, first act, I'm going to say the verb. Just cracking, you know. Just steady to begin with, you know. Not not going too over the top, early doors, but just get the crowd going a wee bit of uh, sonnet and um, mm. drugs and work to get things going, and then move on to the next band. But now nah, they're they're one of my faves. You'll find that my my selections are pretty much the same in terms of the genre type thing. So okay, so um, so my first act, I've gone the opposite way. I'm going to get something to get the crowd going, get the crowd up on their feet. So I've started with Stormzy. He's going to do a set of uh, a bit of grime and hip hop to, to get the crowd going. Ah, but yeah, I got a I got a plan, mate. I got a plan. See, Got a plan. Too early, you get to the end, you just go for And you can't remember the last 15 like, minutes. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's easily done. It's easily it done. It is easily done, mate. <laughs> no, You've done it. <laughs> That's what I mean. This is what I'm saying to you. It's not, it's not a sprint, mate. You can't go fast. Oh, mate, yeah, the amount of, um, like, all dayers that I've done, and I'd get, get, get to, like, 4 o'clock in the afternoon and be like, oof. oof. See, you're not, you've just got... They call me the wall climber, mate, because if I hit a wall, I just find a way to get over it. Get over it. it. I used to have, uh, when I used to go out, like, on all days and stuff, I used to have a tactical puke quite often. Not because I felt necessarily sick. It was because I was so bloated, so bloated, that I'd need to, like, expend. 
see, I just move on to different stuff. See, like, if yeah. I, I drink beer, I get bloated, then I move on to gin, and then after that, it's Jaeger bombs, and then... Then I go into strong stuff after that. Yeah, if I was feeling rough, I would go to martini and lemonade, oh and uh, and then I'd always end the night on, like, gin. I haven't drunk vodka since I was 16. Um, not a drop of it. So I went, and it was like New Year's Eve, and I was like, oh, yeah, New Year's Eve, we got a bottle of vodka, a bottle of Coke, and I think I was home by about 8 o'clock in the night, just ill. I never used to like red wine, and then it was on a flight with Cardiff to Hull. Mm. Uh, mid-flight, the, the pilot came on and said, we've got something wrong with the, the plane, so I've gone off to divert. So I went to divert to Manchester, and we landed in Manchester. As we landed in Manchester, there was like a line of ambulances and police all lined up across the... So you started the, drinking? No, no, it was... We had to. I was crap myself after that to get back in. We had to get back in this pretty much the same plane and fly back to Cardiff uh, from after the whole game. Mm. And I was like, I'm going to need a drink. I can't handle it. <laughs> I crap myself. And I asked the woman mm. uh, for a, like a beer. She was like, There's no beer. It was like vodka, spirits, Nothing. anything. She said, No, I've only got red wine. Like, oh. You know what? Then I started drinking. I had one glass. I didn't like it. Second glass. Oof, that's not bad. Third yeah, glass. It's all right, then, isn't it? You know. Fifth glass, I was, you know, I was up singing, you know. Yeah, I am. Um, I'm a bit of a red wine fiend. I am. I, I, I love it. I am um, no. I must admit, the next day I don't really. I'm not a big fan of it. The next day. Yeah, don't appreciate it the next no. day as much. Rob Boyle says, start with Coldplay, and then the only way is up. And uh, Craig says, when you're bloated, gotta hit the shorts and short uh, shots and shorts. Steve McMahon says, fireball. Oh yeah, that's another story. Go on. Then. Oh no, I was just I went to Magaluf and um, I bought a big bottle of Fireball and we, um, we basically put the bags down and within about five minutes was bottle of Fireball was gone between me and another I think it was another three or four lads it was well <sighs> and that was this is what I talk about peaking too early you know this, mm. is what, this is what I'm actually talking about here with your song selection peaking a bit too sharp and that's yeah. what we did. And I'm sure that Stephen will mention what happened next in that hall <laughs> as we go along, but he's probably not mentioning it now. <laughs> yeah, I've always thought that the, the the start of like alcohol problems in the UK was when they started serving Red Bull and vodka and Red. I used to get when we went to Benidorm. I was drinking uh, Red Bull vodka and absinthe, and I just think. Oof. That's, you know, it's just a method for, there's only one way and that's down It's impressive, there. it's actually impressive, mm. impressive. Um, So Rob Boyle's asked a question there, we'll come back to that because I want to, we'll crack on with yeah, these. No, we'll so I went with the Stormzy for the, my opening uh, opening act. You went with uh, the Verve. Who have you gone for in your next, the next act? No, I can't even think. Right, you go, you go actually, let's have a good think, because I right. just kind of went off the cuff here. So, following on from Stormzy, I'm, I'm, I've gone with Eminem and Dr. Dre, just to, you know, can, can get that, that sort of hip-hop feel, bit of, bit of something different, because uh, it's going to go a different way then, as the show goes into the night. So, uh, yeah, the crowd are going to be bang up for it, they're going to be having a few beers, sat in the field, 
smoking it up, they'll all be loving it. Be the yeah. festival of a of a lifetime. And then uh, should I carry on? Should I just go all no, the way through? Because no, no, I got no. mine. You want to go? You got? Well, you got your next one. The next one's gonna. It's uh, the Proclaimer. So, ah, oh, classic. It will get the people going a bit. That's you know what. Get the what crowd I, going. How many, how many bands are we doing? Five. Yeah. Yeah. See, now we're just. This is the warm up. Now we're getting into it. Get stretching the legs a wee bit. Uh, so we're building up. So yeah, we're going to that. Obviously, their final song would be. 500 miles yeah, and that would get things going and then we'd lead on to my next band okay so um, my next band is The Doors we're going to bring Jim Morrison back from the dead so everyone they've had a big p- bit of a you know been up for the hip hop and the grime having a party few beers so you're, you're had a couple of vodkas and now they're just coming down this is now this is the break in the evening basically like everyone's going to be Nice and relaxed, getting ready for the main right. event. We get the doobies out now. Yeah, so they've they've got you know they've they add the app with uh, with Stormzy and Eminem and a cracking start to the show. Now it's like the chill out and then See, I like getting the ready for the main event. Yeah, I don't think you'd, I don't think you can maintain that peak, mate. Yeah, yeah, you can't go. Don't go too early, mate. Got, can't go nah, too early. You got you got to dip along the way. So who's act number three for Kev McNaughton's I'm going Stone Roses, super concert? Bang, Stone Roses, slap bang in the middle, because they've got a bit of vibe. There's a few tunes that are quite chilled, and there's a few that are pick you up a bit as well. So, yeah, I've gone with them. So, uh, yeah, I've gone for the Stone Roses following the doors, because um, you go in from the chilled outdoors, and then you go in a bit, a bit more upbeat into the Stone Roses, getting ready for the main event, and uh, the crowd are going to be getting going because they know not many not many Stone Roses gigs left in them. So they're going to be loving it. Going to be bang up for it. The beers are going to be flowing. Probably the shots and shorts as well. The crowd is just peaking, but not quite. Yep. Who's your... So what are your... How many have you done? Three. I've done three. So the next one is Kings of Leon. Just very, Shout. very big fan of these. Um, again, they've got kind of a mix of upbeat songs and a few chill out tunes and I'm sure if Stephen's still watching he will he may message someone about Kings of Leon at some stage um, it was regarding the Benadon trip but we won't go into that just no we will. We, we will just just we will not if, he, if he messages us because we'll not yeah. go into it if he doesn't <laughs> he said uh, he said that's the closing act of your five bands apparently um, he said that yeah yes well no, maybe uh, and I've gone for the main event. Closing the evening is the reunion of Oasis. Liam and uh, Liam and Noel Gallagher back together. The crowd, is, the crowd is bang up for it. Everyone's had their beers, their wine, and it would be an unannounced appearance as well. So the crowd would be going wild. It'd be incredible. One night only Oasis reunion. Well, to, to close the show. 45 minutes you know what I'm going to do I'm going to, I'm going to just you're going to bin someone off aren't you well no I'm going to just do <coughs> I'm going to do Ocean Colour scene and then mid set Liam Gallagher they're going to bring stage. yeah they're just going to bring him on they've done that before haven't they going to do that and yeah just going to wander in spotlight on him that's yeah. just going to get people going see that's see I've thought about this what a gig what a gig what that's. a gig um, Ocean so, Colour um, scene, my favourite band. You can listen to all the songs a million times. It's never got bored. Quality. 
all of them quality mid. And you know, there's loads of bands that could have been in there. There's a couple of newer bands I quite like, and is five's not enough, is it? Reese uh, David Evans says the stores, the, uh, the doors, the Stone Roses, the Smiths. He also said got to have an excess in there as well. Yeah, in excess came close for me. Got to say, no, I've um, got my cup of tea. I, I like some of their songs, but I think what kept them out of it for me is I probably like like a good handful of their songs, but like all the bands which I or all the artists which I've got on mine, I pretty much like all their songs. Maybe give or yeah. take one or two. And I think that's what you've got to go for, mate. That's what you've got to go for. But, uh, yeah. So where uh, people can tell us who's, who's gig they would rather go to. So, but it's, you know, it's subjective, isn't it? To be it's, fair, uh, I should have really had Proclaimers. I'm not sure if they should have been in it. You wanted the Scottish band in there, mate, though, didn't you? I just did want to just get that vibe going, though. Craig you know, says... Like, you know, like uh, when you go to these festivals and there's a band there that you... You don't yeah. know any of their songs, bad maybe two, so you're just like, come on, mate. Just waiting for the hits. Play on, the pal. hits. Come on. Play, come on, pal. Play that song. I wonder if, like, bands, they get sick of it, you know, like, playing that one song. They're like, so we're going to play our, our new album today. It's uh, it's out it's out on Monday, yeah, guys. Like, uh, and everyone's like, piss off. Play, come on, mate. Play the classic. Come on. Come on. Put it on so we can go somewhere else and watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Put it on so we can go and watch Oasis. <laughs> Um, Craig Sullivan says he'd have uh, In Excess, Nirvana, Guns N' Roses, a bit lively, he said, and then, of course, he'd have Queen in there as well. That's a, that's a good gig. Queen, I'd Queen. probably have. Queen uh, would have I'd been I'd probably there. substitute Queen for Proclaimers. I got a bit excited with Proclaimers. Yeah, I, I, I like Guns N' Roses, Ryan, and Nirvana, to be fair, but I wanted like a bit of a mix, and I left Jim Morrison out on my podcast or dinner guests last week, and that hurt me. So uh, I, I wanted the doors in there as well. Um, we'll go back to that question. Rob Boyle asked, uh, who was the r- shittest swig at City? The worst swigger? Yeah. Uh, Tom Heaton never oh. drank. Well, Tom Heaton was oh, one of the worst. And, and he got fire extinguisher because of that. Because <laughs> he that, went to bed. Because he went to bed early. You never go to bed early on my watch. Never. Not happening. Tom, yeah, Tom didn't like. Tom didn't like a know, drink. Was, you know, one of these sort of totally professional guys. You know, disgrace, <laughs> total disgrace. What's going on with the world? <laughs> total disgrace to the footballing world. He doesn't drink, eats healthily, does exercise, training, you know, it's just a joke. Tom is an absolute joke. Puts the work in. Puts What's all the work on? in. You know, it's, it's, it's What's disgrace. Going on and total disgrace. If you're not gonna, yeah. not gonna get involved. Come on, Come man. On. And, uh, and then Craig says uh, he finished off. He would finish with Bruce Springsteen as long as he uh, as long as he goes on longer than COVID. <laughs> could be could be on for a while the way uh, the way we are going. So um, I got a couple of uh, I say I've got a couple. Uh, JD sent in a couple of Would You Rather's, which he'd like to liked us to uh, to answer. So do you know the the premise of this, mate? Yes, I think so. Okay. So, first one, nice and easy. Would you rather uh, fly at 10 miles an hour everywhere or would you rather be able to run at 100 miles per hour? Oh, run. 100%. Yeah, Yeah, 100%. Bumping into people. Poor old Sean Massey. She ain't getting up. She ain't getting up from 100 mile an hour. Kevin McNaughton, is she? I don't know. She's probably... 
Yeah, no. Most people would be, yeah. But still, you'd learn. To, you'd you, learn to control you it. Would, you would. You would just like, yeah. Yeah, that would yeah, be handy. Tricky... That would be handy. That would because you'd, you'd probably win the Olympics a few times, like. But yeah, wouldn't you get bored of it though? Like you know, like after a while, like no one's beating no. Kev, is he? He's, no. He can run under hundred mile an hour. No. After you've got you never, seven Olympic you'd never medals. Never get bored of the accolades, mate. Never. Never. People would just give up running. You know, you're, you're 90 odd year old. You're just on your deathbed, but you can still beat everybody around. Just that, I'll get out of my bed just for one more Olympic gold. Yeah, I'd be interested in what the people in the chat think as well. Would you rather fly, be able to fly at 10 mile an hour oh, or run that, yeah, at 100 mile an hour? If you're flying, then you could. You don't need to... But 10 mile I, an hour? You, yeah, you it's nothing. I mean? And I think you'd get Come bored on, of it, wouldn't I'm you? I'm going to go to Spain on holiday, but I'm going to fly myself, all right? Take ages, yeah, right? right. I'll meet you over there in two weeks. Is that so long? <laughs> yeah. Take you. And that's By the thing. Then, I think. Where are you? Like, how are you getting sustenance on the way? Have you got a backpack. You'd have to eat fish, wouldn't you? How? Dipping, dipping down into the sea. And think of impracticality if you're needing the toilet mid air. You know. Just stay away from the ferries. The um, <laughs> the problem is, so like I think it's the speed, isn't think it? Of these things. If you speed. were able to speed wins. If it was faster than ten mile an hour, you'd take flying every day of the week, wouldn't you? But. Yeah. 10 mile an hour it's a little bit too slow I don't know how far is how Spain far from is the UK Scotland, uh, how far is Dundee from Cardiff let's just say I wanted to come watch Cardiff Dundee to Cardiff yeah, so it's about 400 miles. So you, you wanted to come down to Cardiff to see me and have a glass of red yeah, wine have a glass of red uh, wine. it's 467 miles or 468 say. so there you go it would take you a while let's see that's going to take me a fair bit of time to get down there flying oh yes it would take you a while rob boyle says he would rather run it would take you uh it would only take you two days mind basically two Best days part of two you days think of that, you know you're in mid-air for two days it's going to be quite cold as well you've got to take this into equation cold wet it's not going to be summer days you're going to have a wind wind factor you know it's got to take the count yeah, uh, Lorna says uh, she's got tickets to see you live uh, on Under the Cosh. Yeah. Are you still planning on doing it? Yeah, it's just obviously been rescheduled. Um, when you're able to, I guess, is it? Yeah, just whenever the, they're allowing guests in places and things. But yeah, Parky's asked me to do that ages ago. Um, still, still a plan. Yeah, still a plan to do it. I was looking forward to it, getting down there to Cardiff and having a good swig and having a good laugh. Okay. Um, next, would you rather have your life taken over by robots, or have to live in solitary confinement for the rest of your life? Have your life taken over by robots? As in what? As in they just do everything for you? Or they actually... Yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, I assume he hasn't specified any further. So, or you're yeah, being dominated by them. You're basically slave labour to robots. Yeah, right? maybe slave labour. I guess yeah. it's a bit of a Probably. weird one. Yeah, you'd want to be around people, you know. I don't know. I, I'm I'm quite happy in solitary confinement. Nah, I give, am, that, give that. It's a know. long, long time, isn't it? Oh no, That's, I stayed in a hotel myself for about three months, and I was like, yeah. I can't do this anymore. Reese said, um, <laughs> "Come on, uh, Kev didn't stop running for ninety minutes. He, I'd I'd back him to fly, no problem." So, there you go. <laughs> Rob Boyle says that's well, a bit that dark, a bit that. dark for a Tuesday as well. Well, you know, it's unscripted. Yeah, it's, it's unscripted. Mate. The, Go anywhere. Oh, yeah, so... 
didn't stop running for 90 minutes. That's why I've, I need a new hip. Yeah. Okay. So, so it was fun at the time. Run- it was yeah. fun at the time. Now, <laughs> if I go out for a run now, then I'm in the wheelchair for three days. So Jeez. it's all worth it. Yeah, I gotta have a new uh, a knee. I can't remember if I told you this. I gotta have a new knee. I have. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna have like uh, me and you will be like uh, the bionic. Bio- bionic men. Yeah. But uh, it'd be interesting. And this this one's a bit weird. But I don't know if these he's asking this through like experience or he's just a bit weird. But he says, <laughs> "Would you rather sleep in a bath for the rest of your life?" I assume he means like each night or would you rather sleep in the most comfy bed but when you go to sleep you get punched so every time you fall asleep you get punched but you're, you're in a comfy in, bed you're in the bath you've got to go in the bath haven't you bath would be you comfy are. mate you know, slept in a bath slept stick in a bath. some Anything. nice uh, nice hot water I was, in Mag- I was in Magaluf once and uh, I woke up in the bath once with a gorilla costume on don't ask me how I got there, but and don't ask me how it was my mate's gorilla costume, which I never had on before I was in the bath. So do not know how that happened. But anyway, woke up the next day, think to myself, very very hot, and then I thought I'm very uncomfortable, and it's because I was lying in a bath with a gorilla yeah. costume on. I gotta say, which well, is maga lift trips, maga lift trips, stuff like that can happen. Yeah, well, it's just part and par for the course, isn't it? I suppose. Yeah. Actually, that's just struck me. Is the reason that you need a new hip got nothing to do with football and it's just because the fans were passing you around their wives? Well, <laughs> it's just the hip action is involved in 26,000. <laughs> every Saturday. Every, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot it's, <laughs> listen, the spirit is willing, but the body is weak and I would I'd always be there and unavailable to do it. Yeah. But I think at this moment in time, I need my hip sorted. That's so, right. Uh, the invitations are still coming in, which is great. But via mail, via mail, via social media, they all keep coming flying in. It's great to see. And I you appreciate the offers. I, lo- I appreciate. I love the offers. It's great. So, but your hips fucked. <laughs> but my hip is in a bad way. So unless I'm, I am static at all times, then it's a problem. Happen. Yeah. So um. Right, we got a couple of questions about Sean Massey. We said on episode one we were going to say it once, and then we weren't going to talk about it every every episode. But we will just address these because you know we don't want to be ignorant or rude and ignore the comments. Okay. So uh, Garen says I was sitting not far from when you bowled uh, Sean Massey over and convinced you could have stopped, but be honest, could you have? You don't have to verbally admit it, but just scratch your nose if you could have. No, I just went for the ball, but it, it looks. I've watched it a thousand times, and it looks like I've intentionally gone for a. <laughs> but I've just, I've just thought I could, I've ran the half of, off the park to go and get the ball, and I just thought I could still get it. I didn't realise I knocked it as far out the pitch as I did. Wasn't and she was just in the way. No, my head was. If you look, my head's down. I'm not looking at it. Yeah. But yeah, and I think the you same can time, see, can you? You're not. Uh... I stop and plant my foot, and because of then I take off again, um, it looks like I've stopped, and then I've just went, you know what? You're getting boshed. <laughs> so, 
like I said, watching the video, if I was watching the video, I'd say he meant to do that. Yeah. But I know myself. It's just one of them things. Which is is fine, but (laughs) taking a wee bit of stick along the way for it. Yeah. Well, you've done it in 2020, mate. You'd have been cancelled and probably like the people would have been calling for your job. Um, Jason says, I wonder if Sean Massey's recovered from her brush with you yet, but Obviously, you saw her the following week, so yeah. You know, I think at the end of the day, mate, from what you've told me and what you've said on the show as well, it's like it could have been anyone. It was just you were you were going no, no, there, and she was just in the way. I think if it was a guy, it probably would have just been laughed a bit, but because it was a, a woman, I think just drew more attention was, to yeah, her. Yeah, I just drew a lot more attention to it. Um, so it was just my son actually brought up my son. I think I said that the last time it was on. My son brought up. He, he was looking through like football and gaffs and stuff he said uh, daddy I seen you running into that woman <laughs> I said like, what do you mean I was thinking to myself what is he on about running into women I said oh that was a football football funnies on YouTube still goes uh, still doing oh, the rounds I like. think myself oh no God, how long ago it was fair how long ago was it no what the no, what you should do is you look at the comments. The comments are brilliant on YouTube. It's oh, just, yeah. oh, it's just oh, people, yeah. people want to kill you. So, so it's funny. That's great. Yeah, that's it. Right, Nathan Evans. We got a, we got a would you rather a live one, not emailed in like JD. <sighs> we got a live one. Nathan that's Evans says, "Would you rather spend a year in?" Uh, living on a desert island with nothing but natural resources or uh, your choice uh, of natural resources of your choice or spend a day in Swansea? I'm on that island. very, very you know, easy I'm question, actually, isn't it? I'm getting in my 10 mile an hour flying suit and I'm going to that island right away. Okay. Good answer. Because Good I answer. Well, if I, if I, uh, what was the other sorry what was Swansea I just said Swansea and a day in thought, day in Swansea or, or go Swansea. to a day in Swansea or spend a year on a deserted island with nothing but natural resources of your choice though so I would just have natural well, natural natural beer natural tobacco and well, natural grapes, natural bacon red red grapes the yep, pigs count as natural resources like animals and you know, I could have a bit of like some pigs and if Tom Hanks can do it with a Wilson football, then I can do it. Yeah, easy peasy. Uh, Craig Sullivan says, uh, your accent, Kev, I thought you said uh, the girl across you, not the gorilla costume the first time. Great trip, though. I don't know what that's in reference to. Do you? Sorry, Sorry what was that? Uh, he said, uh, your accent, uh, he thought you said the girl across you, not oh, gorilla, right. gorilla gorilla costume. costume. Girl across you. All right, I was yeah. wearing the girl across me. Ah, okay. I see. Ah, see, that's ah. what you thought. Dirty filth. mind. Whoever's that? Filth. What's his name? Uh, that was Craig Sullivan. Craig, he's so filthy, isn't it? Yeah. Rob Boyle, who still hasn't recovered from his shocking film choices in the last uh, last episode. Oh, I was. I haven't forgotten Moana? Moana. Yeah, in the top the ten best, best films of films ever. Of all time. Yeah, Keep I haven't let him live it down. Don't worry, mate. We mentioned it on the Friday show as well. My daughter came up to me and I was like, "Do you want to watch Moana tonight?" She was like, "Nah, it's nah. rubbish. I'd rather watch Frozen." <laughs> See? Yeah, I told my son, I told my son. I said, "You know, this guy Rob Boyle, 
he's on uh, the Super Rob. Kev show, and he said Moana is one of the top ten best films of all time, and he just walked off. Obviously, he's just shaking his head, disappointed. Um, Reese David it'll Evans. Not would be interesting to hear Rob's music. Music is yeah. Is, so we're going to Did he send them in? Someone did. Who was I it? Rob? No, I, I don't Rob think he was him. Five be like, so we can have a right good pick at them and really <laughs> expose him again. Yeah. <laughs> He says he he lives in our heads rent free. Well, <laughs> we got to well, we got we got to mock mock Moana someone. Moana. Like what's the, the Moana musical. tune? I don't actually know. It's that bad. I know. I know the tune. I, know but I can't remember the words. I know all the frozen ones because my daughter loves that. Lorax watch is better than Moana. That's a controversial. Oh, that's controversial. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. The Lorax is. Yeah, I love that. Everybody needs a snood. Oh, 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. Reese David Evans says, how much fun was your testimonial game? It felt great being able to say thank you by watching. Uh, I thought it was disrespectful that the club chose an international weekend to host it, though. Oh, it was not really. The club... Club had nothing really to do with it. They just offered the stadium, and it's just it was hard because of I was still playing with a different club. Mm. Was given a couple of dates. Um, one of the dates which looked good was for pre-season, but a new manager had come in and um, he just kiboshed it completely. He just went, "Nah, that's not happening." So yeah, so I've been obviously a lot easier during the pre-season and then it was on Mother's Day as well and it just it just became impossible so I couldn't get guys to play on certain dates as well it was just hard so is it tricky with that it. when you're at a different club like, like? I've got nothing to do with it it's people or the other people that organise it and they're just like this is what's going on um, who's in charge of organising that then it's just like, yeah with a little small committee that just do everything um, so is it is it someone within Cardiff City said, right, no, no, we're going to give tes- to te- testimonial to Kev. So who, who makes the decision? Like, who says, um, right, Kev McNaughton, testimonial? Um, I can't remember what. I think it's either, it's, I don't know if it's to do with the supporters group or somewhere. Or somebody mm. said something about it. Anyway, it got brought forward. And then there was a committee formed. Said, this is going ahead now. We'll try and, and the club were all right about it. They were like, "Yeah, that's fine. We're quite. We'll support that." Yeah. Um, and it was it was hard because at the time there was quite a lot of changes in managers and things. Yeah. So there was actually a date set, and then you know uh, it got changed because the new manager coming in. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't want that happening on that date. So. Yeah. Was right. Uh, was Robbie Fowler supposed to play in that game, Nathan? Yeah. He couldn't. Have, he ended up having a Liverpool engagement, which he he works for Liverpool, so he he couldn't he couldn't do it. Um, mm. So there was a few guys that were there were other players that were meant to be there, but to yeah. be fair, there was ninety percent of the players turned up, which was good. Yeah, I think um, it's it's one of them, and it is. Just to be fair, for it me, it was, oh, it was just it's going to be a bit of crack. Mm. Bit of um, a few beers afterwards and that. Yeah, it was good. It was good seeing a lot of old players and the people who were there. I, I would, I'm sure they enjoyed themselves. It was good. It was good crack. Would five of would, got they got their money's worth, mate. Yeah, spot on, mate. What is it? Would you rather for you then? Would you have rathered finish your career at Cardiff, have a testimonial at Cardiff, or the way it was? 
I'd have loved to finish my career at Cardiff. Mm. I'd love to just keep playing. Just, I just got hit with injuries and towards end. I wish I'd actually had my hip sorted out earlier. Um, because I kind of I soldiered on with my hip for about four or five years, and it actually hindered my actual ability to play. Yeah, it was, it was manageable, but it was still it was, it was hindering the way I was playing out. So. Mm. So and then I broke my leg. Yeah, and like... I, yeah, it's hard. If I'd got that operation to fix my hip, I would have been out for a year. So in my oh, head, I was thinking, time, no, no. so at the age of about 31, it was bothering us. I was thinking, I've only got another three or four years to mm. just keep going on with this, just kind of soldiering on with this, niggling a bit. Like how bad was your hip at that point? Like, was it like, well, can't play the game couldn't... and then couldn't train for a couple of days? No, it was, it was, I couldn't open my... I had bone growing where it shouldn't be grown, so I couldn't actually open my hip up properly. So you imagine you just open your hip up on a normal side, you're fine. Mm. But this was just hitting bone, so it was just... And it was gradually getting worse, so... Basically, my left-hand side was just getting worse and worse. Um, yeah. I couldn't, uh, if you can imagine, just not being able to rotate your hip as well properly. You would grind I, I it. I don't need to imagine. I can I I do it myself, mate. I know exactly yeah, well, how it feels. It was actually getting like a stage where it was grinding. It was almost like, yeah. Was, so basically, like my only, my no, only difference is that I don't uh, I didn't have to play football while doing it. You know, was the but thing I mean, I, I've made things a lot worse by just soldiering on, cracking really. on. Yeah. What a guy! What a guy! Um, a couple of questions. So um, oh, I will that breaking news. Rob Boyle has put his uh, his ultimate Brilliant. dig in. His, uh, oh, I'm a bit disappointed that it's. Uh, well, I'm a bit disappointed. Kev seems to have frozen. Oh, he's back now. Um, I'm a bit disappointed that I'm looking at his five and they're pretty acceptable. Although there is one in there which I'm not having at all, but I know you will. So, mm. so let Rob Boyle's uh, ultimate five for the for his gig would be. The Stereophonics, Tom Jones, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Take That and Queen. Rob, totally redeemed yourself, mate. Yeah, he has. He's uh, saved himself from a band. Rob, that was it. Mate, I think you've asked somebody else to do that, haven't you? Yeah, that's you've not asked his, You've asked the message. You've asked the message. You said, listen, kids. I'm in bother here. These guys are destroying me. Um, <laughs> can you just please pick five good bands <laughs> just to help me out here? Tell me sure, who's Rob, cool. You, Tell me who's cool. Tell me, <laughs> all I was thinking was, he's, he's just asked like the cast of Moana to turn up and go on stage and start doing other songs and that. The Rock. The Rock he's just turns up. Yeah, he says. <laughs> right, so have a look. Sorry. Uh, Reese David Evans says, um, who did you want to play in that game then that couldn't make it? No, he's putting you, he's put you on the players. spot there's there, only, there's he? There's only two players that couldn't make it. It was uh, Robbie and Jimmy Floyd, cash in the bank. Yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy oh, Floyd. Oh, there was a couple of boys. There was a couple of lads who were my mates who couldn't make it. Mm. A goalkeeper at Aberdeen, Brian Essen, couldn't make it because he was still playing. And so I think it was Guy David Priest who was coaching. So there was a couple of people who... One of the few of my mates, goalkeepers as well, there was three. The, the lad who ended up in the goal was a guy who... I shared digs with uh, Aberdeen, so there was a couple of lads who were in my youth team. Mm. They ended up playing, so it was just like 
boys who I played with throughout my career, and mainly my friends. And there's a lot. There was a few boys who I'd liked to have got involved in it. Yeah, but, um, just couldn't for just one reason or another. Yeah, just it's got their things on. It's weird. Jimmy Floyd is he got the most powerful shot with no back lift you've ever seen? He's yeah. unbelievable. He's, he's, no, he's hit me in the thigh once, and I, I had a mighty. That's why you got hip problems um, ever since. Quite potentially, it was that side. Um, I had like a, a mitre tattoo. You know, mm. you get the leather like. Yeah, got like, the leather stripes, and it was, that was yeah the leather stripes of the ball. So just, and I was like, oh, straight was, in. Honestly, you know, like with smash, you get smashed with a ball from point blank. Cold. Um, oh, I just remember thinking, myself, let's. I got hit by George Alberts once mm. and in the knee from about three yards away at full pelt and I swear my knee just like felt a click you know just yeah, whole, come out of the was, joint see if I'd have been older went back think, in see if I'd have been older I'd have been probably getting wheeled off but yeah um, because I was young it just felt I was like oh my god that's it was like an explosion it was so hard mm. with him it was yeah. the same and then it was two days later I was thinking to myself I've got like a bruise on my leg and it was a mitre what like the leather where the leather stitching was of the ball was like imprinted on the leg. Because mm. I I always remember with Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank when he first burst on the scene in the UK, he was like the first guy I remember seeing who was able to generate that amount of power with no backlift. Um, and it's like good. obviously over the years, people like Ronaldo and Henri and others have done it. But like I just remember watching that as a kid, like and just thinking, wow, no, is, how has he done that? Just pure quad strength. Quads like Ronaldo. He is he? basically the quad father. We used to call. Him. What's he like? What's he like? Like what? Well, when he we were there with Cardiff, when you were at the same time. What was he? Uh, what was he like as a guy? Like was Jimmy? he like? Uh, yeah, it was a hard hard trainer. Jimmy never missed a training session. For his age, I don't know what age he was when he joined. Cardiff. He was quite old, wasn't he? When he left, there uh, came to Cardiff. He was got to be mid to late thirties, surely. Yep. He was. He never missed a training session. He was. I thought he did quite well for Cardiff, I do. Like, he did you were never, gonna... never had really great legs, but... But you were never going to get him... Never going to get him running in behind at that age, were you? Do you know what I mean? Like, no. he was never going to be running in behind like his, when, he, when he was in the his mid-twenties. Is, see, the, like, the FA Cup final, I didn't think he did great that game, but... Mm. I was but then... Some, but you could... You, are you, if you're Dave Jones, are you dropping Jimmy Floyd, Hasselbank for FA Cup yeah. and putting Stevie Thompson? I thought Stephen Thompson actually did he well when he came on. Probably should like, have been yeah, on it. He was very, very good towards the end of that season. Uh, end of that season, and I thought he was really unlucky enough to get a starting place in the, Tom in the FA Cup. Yeah, Tom was a good foil for other people. Mm. A lot, of, you know, even Chops his first season played uh, a, well uh, with Thompson, didn't he? Yeah, he did brilliant. So. The last uh, would you rather that JD sent in is pretty brutal. He's um he's American, he is, or he lives in America anyway. Um, soccer? Is he a soccer yeah. watcher? Well, you might you might not be saying that after you hear this because it is it's a bit brutal, it's a bit dark for a you know for a fun jovial show. Come on. He then. says, uh, "Would you rather let a Scottish person you've never met die, or chop your finger off with a chisel?" <laughs> like, Jesus Christ! There you go. But you know me. I'll uh, so, who's, I'll who's ask this? the questions. JD, his uh, name. He's on Twitter. I think. I was he about is. to say, he would not reveal his name. Yeah, full JD. name. 
Oh my god, you harsh, isn't it? It's dark, dark. It's, 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 it's quite flabbergasted, but we'll chisel my finger off or let somebody die that don't know who's Scottish. Yeah, brutal. Well, Kelly says he must like, be a tr- is he a Trump supporter? <laughs> yeah, it could potentially be. And Rob, and Rob Rob Boyle says, "Quick, send him Stop a the count. send Stop send the him count. a <laughs> Stop the count." <laughs> Rob Boyle says, "Quick, send it. Jesus Christ, send him a copy of Moana. Quick, he needs help. <laughs> he just needs to listen to a Moana musical now, and that'll just sort of right out." Yeah, just to, well, just to, um, you need to watch the Lorax like, quick. Let's be honest, if somebody stood in front of you with a gun against somebody's head with a bag with their head on, a mm. Scottish guy, you just don't know, you'd, you'd probably go at that, you know what? Yeah, I'd, chop, I'd probably do that for most, like, if you, you probably, if it you was someone I that. didn't know, but if it was somebody, I, I would chisel you know my finger off, but if it was someone see, see if it's who you knew was a bad see person. It, see if it's happened, oh, no. That's different, Scottish, then, isn't it? Yeah, I know, a Scottish guy that's like a, the murderer. Yeah. Different then. Keep your fingers. Yeah. So JD, you need to be more specific, <laughs> and you probably need to go speak to somebody as well. Some sort of therap- <laughs> therapist or something. But Jesus Christ. Um, Reese David Evans says he's heard some horror stories about Malky Mackay from other players. What was he like towards you? Did you have any issues with you with him? Yeah, Kev. Did you have any issues with this. him? I think we've I know we this, have. Yeah. Come on, right. Reese. Come on, keep up. But, uh, need to watch you can give one him, of these shows. You can give him a quick answer. Go on. Well, he was. I wasn't really his type of player, really. So you weren't. You weren't willing to chop your finger off with a chisel. Well, this is what he said to me. He said to me, "We will get three points if you chop your finger off with a chisel." And I said, "No, I'm not doing it, Malkin." <laughs> and then from that day on, he hated my guts. Yeah, because he said harsh. it was basically the same as letting a Scottish person die. That's what he, he said. He was, listen, he, he, was, was, he was a strange guy, though, wasn't he? Just, I don't, know. I don't think he really liked me in terms of football, so it was always a battle. To win whenever him over, I, was uh, it? It was always a battle to win him over, so. Whenever, if I played well, I'd done okay. If I played crap, if I didn't have a good game, it'd be, he was on me. Mm. If other guys, what's he saying? Steve says, uh, if he gets the pub open, I'll give him Nicholas Finger. <laughs> Gaz says Oi oi Evening Gareth Hey guys Geraint says uh, Drug test for JD Sorry Yeah Don't know what's going on With JD well. there JD's um, obviously Ready to go and Have a wee There was another question no Ah there we go Steve McMahon asked Is Samaman's Rams testicles Still your favourite memory From Wales <laughs> Well, I never actually did eat any Rams testicles. I was warned about it when I went in to go and sign uh, to look at small print because you obviously put that in the. He put it in Cavs contract, didn't he? About yeah, he I think he put in a couple of large contracts about eating testicles. Mm. If they wanted paid, basically. So, Jeez. thankfully, I never. I know Stephen likes to eat them and. Um, I know every time he comes to Wales, he asks for them, but no, I didn't. I didn't eat them, Stephen. Unfortunately, yeah, there we go. Um, Reese David Evans fighting back against Kev, saying he should watch the previous shows. He says, "I have heard you talk about it before. 
just wanted to know if you had any other horror stories about him. Gerard and Parky have told a few. He probably didn't say it like that at all, but I thought I'd spice it up a bit. Make it seem very confrontational. He wasn't confrontational at all. Malcolm. Malcolm was okay. He was alright. Is that what his name is? His name Malcolm. No, I just called him that. That's why he didn't like it. Everybody, every day. No. From now on, he's going to be known as Malcolm, right? Yeah. First time you met him. All right, Malcolm. What's going on? Hey, Malcolm. (laughs) Malcolm in the middle. Yeah, so. His new name's now Malcolm. Everybody referred to him as Malcolm. What do you think of Malcolm? So, no, he was. He was alright, like off the park I got really well with him. Um it was just I just ugh, it was just hard work with him. You know, like when you you've got you engage somebody who doesn't really fancy you, so you're like oh, it's hard work. Yeah. Kelly says, uh who's excited for the Euros? I for one cannot wait to watch Scotland versus England. Oh, of course. I haven't spoken to you since the uh oh, we haven't done a show in since the the Scots qualified. Tell me about your experience with the, that evening and also answer Kelly's question. Similar to just, just now that there's... No red wine is, left. Yeah, we were running low on that that evening. So it was just, obviously, a typical Scottish thing was to do really well, like they were doing, and then get to the final hurdle and just blow up. So I was fully expecting that. Just as I thought to myself, we are actually cruising this game. We brought a certain individual on the park. We'll brought a couple. We brought a couple of players on. To be fair, I can't miss out Patterson as well. But brought on a Swansea player, ex-Swansea player, and uh, it was um, downhill from there. No, it was just. To be fair, it wasn't really a great tactical substitution bringing off the best player on the park. It wasn't. No, it was only. I had a wee joke on. I had no. I had a wee joke on Twitter saying. X onesie player, why are you bringing him on? Blah blah blah, and it turned out to be a quite a pivotal moment in the game because we're struggling after that. And then, mm. um, next thing you know, the equalise and then you're just keeping everything crossed. And then all of a sudden, Dave the save comes Scotland's out number one ah, saved the day. I'm so pleased for David, such a good guy, and. You know what, I'd see it, like international level, he's not really had a lot of recognition, he's a good goalkeeper. He's made the, he saved the penalty to get to that, for, um, to get to, to, get to the game. playoffs. Yeah, and then he saves the penalty to get us there, so I'm buzzing for him. Take the, he's... Here's a question for you then, mate. I, um, I, I think I asked Andy this the other week um, when we were talking about this game. Dave, um, Dave Marshall, uh, in my opinion, probably the best goalkeeper Cardiff have had, certainly in recent uh, memory, one of the best championship goalkeepers of of all time, um, hasn't quite worked out for him in the Premier League when he's gone up. Why do you think that is? Because he's clearly like a quality keeper, and even now he's still doing it. You know, playing to the latter stages of his career. Dave so why do you think? Yeah, haven't quite worked. He hasn't quite. He got he got player of the year this year. He got promoted. Do you Cardiff got promoted? Yeah. But when what I mean is when he was when he had got his move away from Cardiff, um, I think it was Wigan off the top of my head. Um, yeah, didn't no, he quite went to Hull. He went well. to Hull. Sorry, just had a bad spell at Hull, and the fans got on top, and then they wanted another guy in the goal, which is yeah, which just, is such, you know, such is life, you know, keep it being a keeper is impossible, mate. You know what it's like? You look at the Wolf Sahar coming to us, right? 
Yeah, can you believe you that did like he didn't do well? No, this in is what I mean. This is what I mean. He, he does not didn't suit the way we play. He just he probably wasn't fit when he arrived. But you would you say, oh, I'm not going to see a bad player? Take it, or you? No, we just take him back. Of course you would. Hundred percent you would. You would. God, yeah. Exactly. Well, same, with Dave, same with Dave. I think he just had a would be a bad spell at Hull. I never, I never seen a lot of the games. He maybe was at fault for the goals. But it's a confidence thing as well. See, when you've got a new club and you don't start well, for, lucky for me, when I came to Cardiff, I started the season really well. So you get that back into the fans, you know. Mm. It's the same with Oof. probably Wolf, Wolf as well. Chris Palace, he's got the love of the fans. So he comes back, whether he plays well or not, he's still going to get the love of the fans. Cause well, like Zahar, isn't it? Zahar went to United. Seemed like the perfect move for him at the right time. Didn't work out partially because there was rumours he was... Sleeping with David Moyes' daughter, which you know, probably not the best idea when you're a young young player banging the uh, the manager's daughter. But unless you've got an invite from the fans, it's allowed. It. Yeah, manager's daughter is probably not the way to go. Um, but then he went back to Palace and he looked tip top again. And now there's rumours again that United want him back. And I think that shows how good a player he is. I think Cardiff have got a habit actually of picking up loan players and then not really using them the best or not playing to their strengths or in Ravel Morrison's thing they just didn't play him at all um Reese David Evans is feisty tonight telling you he says I have to disagree Neil Alexander for me he set the standard back before we back before back before we had any money reflexes like a cat um I I do agree with uh Reese there Neil Neil Alexander was quality quality keeper however David Marshall's all-round game, Neil Alexander was not very good with his feet. Um, so I would probably, if you if you put my if I had put my life on it, and I had to pick one, Dave was, I would yeah, probably Dave, go Dave with Dave the save. Dave mm. was a better dancer. He was the better drinker. Dave, a hundred percent. Neil was another Tom Heaton. Professional. So, there What's you wrong? go. What's what's going on with the world with these bloody it's professionals? Just, oh, come on, get come on, have a beer. I'm a bit behind on these uh, these comments, so we're gonna just quickly scroll back. This hope uh, Stephen has a comment. Yeah, well, Gaz says uh, Kev looking fresh tonight. He said he loves the shows. Sai bringing more top shows to the channel. Yes, I am. I'll show uh, you Jason, a picture tomorrow. Won't be looking so fresh. Yeah, that's that's a fact. It's really putting me off that I got a picture of you behind me as well. No, so it's I exactly can, the same, isn't it? Can just I keep just like, put the pose on? Though? Yeah, can you can you can you? Uh, Oh yeah, so the title of this week's episode is Smouldering or a Scottish Glare. So is Kev smouldering like a model or is he glaring like a wee angry Scotsman? And uh, Jason Jones says, I'm running low on red wine too, Kev. Uh, We'll need to finish off my whiskey next. On the whiskey. Good luck. On the whiskey. Uh, Craig Sullivan says, did you also panic about the possibility of VAR um, overruling the save? Dave Marshall's reaction was classic. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Doesn't it take the shine off stuff, though, when you've got to wait no. for VAR? For the like, like, oh, 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 oh. Is it, do I celebrate? Do I not? Is it a goal? No. Is it not? It's like, you know, come on. No, I feel boy. Uh, Garen Cole. Was, was, was a panic. There was a panic for me, actually. I was thinking, oh, no, mm. please. Garen Cole says uh, if he was a bit more dominant in the air, he thinks he'd be a Premier League top six goalkeeper. 
shout and a half. Good shout. Certainly got the ability from a shot stopper. Yeah, Dave's a good keeper. Dave's a good keeper. And he's a good man, I've heard. Kelly says um, she had heard that he didn't actually want to go to Hull and it was he wanted to stay at Cardiff. 100%. He didn't want to leave. What any... <laughs> The only reason, the only way we'd want to leave was to maybe a, a decent yeah. Premiership, top, like top, a top, club, like. top Premiership club. Yeah, uh, his family was settled and he was happy there, so there's no reason mm. for him to go. Yeah, no reason to go then, is there? Rob Boyle says uh, he thinks he'd be fine in any decent team in the Premier League, but unfortunately he went to kind of teams f- facing relegation or struggling at the lower part of the Premier League, which obviously isn't always. The best yep. for goalkeepers, is it? Uh, Garen Cole, uh, no, he's just tagged somewhere. I apologise. Uh, Nathan jo- Nathan Evans says, "Do you think uh, he was an underrated player during the playoff camp, uh, the promotion campaign, and did you enjoy it?" Who was underrated? Dave? Uh, I th- yeah, I think so. Yeah, Dave got player, player of the year, did. didn't he? Not that's not the when they the got promoted. When we got promoted, did he get it? The promotion year or the year in the Premier League? I don't think he got promoted that year. I don't think he got um, Player of the Year that year. No, who, sure. who, who, got, who got Player of the Year that year? Now you're asking me. I'll, I'll, I'll look that up. You uh, So, I'm did you enjoy that promotion it. campaign, mate? I loved it. It's brilliant. Like, two of the best weeks of my life were getting promoted. That iconic picture in it of you being carried off the field, that's like one of those... Um, that's just see, one of those things, isn't see, it? Which is going to be there forever. See, from that moment, <coughs> probably about three weeks. Nah, I'd say maybe even a month. <coughs> the following month was one of the best months of my life. Mm. What year? What? So, what year was it? Which we got when we got promoted? Um, that would have been two thousand. Think it was about eight years after I joined. So, maybe fourteen, two thousand fourteen, maybe. Yeah, so David Marshall had Player of the Year 2014, the year before, and Mark Hudson had it. Yeah, Hudson. Um, so, yeah, I think that's uh, fair to say. And the Young Player of the Year for that, do you know who that was? Off the top of your head, who was the Young Player of the Year in 2013 for Cardiff City? What a bit of trivia this is. If someone can tell me the answer without Googling oh, give it. Give us a sink. Give us a sink. Um, 2013. No, he's probably too old. Jordan, John Much was too old, though. Yeah. It's a yeah. trick question, mate. If that helps. A trick question? Yeah. So. It wasn't. Um, uh, was yeah. There's a Tom Heaton. No, it wasn't the Tom Heaton, was it? So no, in 2012, Joe Mason had it. 2014, Declan John had it. 2013, at least as according to Wikipedia, there was no Young Player of the Year at Cardiff City. Just no young players. No. A bit like now, if you believe Neil Harris's selections, because he never picks any of them. But anyway, that's another story. Um, right, Nathan Ed- uh, uh, Evans has clarified his comment. He said, uh, do you think Leon Barnett was underrated uh, player during that playoff pro- or promotion campaign? And did you enjoy playing alongside him? Sorry for messing up the original comment. He was not underrated. I don't think anybody's underrated. He was well, probably... He just filled the gap that was needed, and he did brilliant when he came in. Um, nah, he was—he he certainly wasn't underrated. He just came in, did the no. job. We asked, like, one of them, you know, like when you've asked for some loan player to just come and do a job. No, here. no frills. 
no frills whatsoever. Do a job. Go on, head things, defend things, uh, and just keep it tight. He was just, he was brilliant at it. A bit of pace. Like you said, he wanted to go and play. We never, we weren't the team that went to go and play out at the back, so. No. He slotted in nicely. He just, mm. he was a good fit. 100%. Uh, Reese David Evans says we didn't have any young players. So he's right, I don't think we did at that, at that point. No. Um, I'm, sure, like, I'm sure John Murch was one of the youngest players. He's only about, he's about 23 or something. Getting carried off the off the pitch at, when Cardiff got promoted, um, that must be like something which will never leave you like forever. and Because it's <laughs> one of those iconic images which will, that video clip will get played every year when end of the season kind of... Mm-hmm playoffs and things like that get played and they look back at previous years like that's just got to be it's one of those iconic things isn't it yeah it was, it was weird because it, I think everybody ran off the pitch and I actually ran towards the fans like, so I was in quite a bad spot as in trying to get off the pitch before oh, the far side yeah I was, I was obviously right back on the other side of the pitch and by instant reaction, we just go mental and run toward the fans. So before I knew it, I was like, "There's no way I'm getting back into the, the changing rooms anytime soon." So next minute, I was on somebody else, some young lad's shoulders, um, and then I was out there for a good ten, fifteen minutes, and it was just like, "That's people." Was it just, just people congratulating you and hugging you and that? Is it? It was just, just that was brilliant. Just mental, like just crowd surfing. Oh, it was just you could see pretty much. Oh, if you can imagine, just see your fans. Mm. Just like being a rock star for about twenty minutes is great. Yeah, some experience. The, but um, I managed to somehow managed to get back into the stage, into the changing rooms. By the yeah. time we got in there, it was like the party had finished. So all the pop yeah, they're all the coming back out. Pop, so I'd been out there that long. I couldn't get, you couldn't get back into the gym. Missed them quite a lot of stuff. And then next no, minute, it was like, you're going back out on the pitch <laughs> to go and uh, celebrate again. So, yeah, it was good. Yeah, cool. uh, Jamie Anderson says, Super Kev, class guy, both on and off the field, always wanted to make the fans' day by taking time with them, gave his all for the Bluebirds, and the only person who can have a man's wife. <laughs> what a legend. Um, Kelly says, uh, that home win against Man City uh, the first year of the Premier League was... And that was phenomenal. I was there with my missus that day, and like, it was just incredible. Um, Aaron Gunnison scored a couple, didn't he? I remember, um, but it was just incredible. On a three-two, and it was just what a day. That's but uh, that's the first time I, oh, I think the first time the stadium's been full, and it was rocking. It was. I've heard, rocking. The, I've heard yeah. the fan. I've heard like that stadium rocking. Do you remember the Leicester game? This is like mm. a, probably a blast of the past. A Leicester game where we were going for the playoffs. Played Leicester, we're down to ten men. I think we're one 0 up, mm. and we were back to the wall. Um, it was the game Gabor got sent off. You know, like last man, and he actually rugby tackled somebody. I don't know if you remember that, but Gabor Very actually. Game. Guys going through and go last man. Gabor's not got a lot of pace, so Gabor just thought, you know what? And there's actually a picture of him somewhere. Actually, rugby tackling him, proper grabbing him, uh, takes him to the ground. He gets sent off, and the crowd that day it was just, you know, like it was back. You could the, the fans appreciated what the 
players were doing sort of thing, just like they were grinding, they were just dying, they were throwing their bodies on the line. Yeah, just all and the in whole, on. Just the atmosphere. Was, I remember sitting and I think, this is probably the best atmosphere I've heard at this stadium. It wasn't a fool. Mm. Um, just quality, everyone was just, bang up for it. Yeah, everybody was just like... That's, it's hard, because it would have been unbelievable to have Millennium Park in the Premier League. I think that's... God, that's for me, that's worth about 10 points. That's worth, that was the dream. That. It's probably about... Probably worth twenty points to the club. That is unbelievable. How many times have we? How many times we drew with clubs in yeah. the FA Cup or a League Cup that came and just like did they, oh. can and, did they can handle it? Could they? No, at all? they just didn't fancy it. They were like, oh, this place is just no for us. Oh yeah, uh, Chris. A couple of questions. Uh, Nathan Evans also says he says Ben Nugent played twice last season. And he thinks uh, he scored a horror own goal against Bristol City, so he could have been the Young Player of the Year, couldn't he? He had a couple of games. Yeah, Rob Boyle asks, uh, have you ever been approached to do any shows like Celebrity Big Brother, Strictly Come Dancing, this sort of thing? Nah. Nah. That's They're a, not brave that's enough to put you on national TV with ah. a bottle of red. Yeah. Would you do them? Which, what, what? If, if you had to pick one to do, no, I've what, applied. Uh, I've applied re- what for, reality show would you I've do? I've applied for Hunted and I've applied for... What's hunted? When you're getting chased by the police. You've just no, got to, like, you've got to hide. Oh, you've just got to evade them. You've just got to evade them, and you, you don't is have any Dund- Is that just not Dundee? Well, this is why... This is why you'd be so good at it. This is why I'd be so good at it. That's the reason I'm applying. Spent, you know, my upbringing was, you know, running away from the police. <laughs> so... So I would love to. So I'm gonna have to check that out. That sounds like a really fun show. I Hunted. hate reality TV, um, but like, that sounds like a fun. All one. It is, it's, it's, you get put in pairs, and mm. you all start off in an area, and they get a certain like three hour, three hours to get away. Yeah. Using whatever the means they've got, um, but they just it's funny. They just like, and then eventually they've got to get back to a certain area, but. That and oh, what was it? Shipwrecked. Oh no, Bear Grylls Island. Island. Oh, the Grylls. deserted island one. Yeah, yeah I love that. Okay. Would you, that. if you had to pick one of the kind of mainstream ones, then so we'll say Big Brother, I'm a Celebrity, uh, Strictly Come Dancing, or Dancing on Ice. You got to pick one of those I four. I wouldn't do any of the dancing ones, even though so I'm you, one of the best dancers in the, the land. No doubt. I don't really want to show people up, so. Probably just need to do the. Would you? Uh, I'm a celebrity. I'd like to do. I'm a, I'd like to do that. I'm a celeb. I, I think it'd be quite show, but... challenging to do it. No, got to face oh, your yeah, fears, no, haven't you? Yeah. Like I hate, I hate spiders. I hate um, heights. Uh, I can't do anchor spaces, mate. I, I don't like anything. I'm the same with you. Yeah. I don't like. There's nothing I like. Yeah. There's nothing I think I could just go and just go, you know what, this is, I'll get wired into this. It's, no. Oh, the eating one. Oh, my God, the eating one. See if they put, like, one of the worst shots of alcohol in front of me. I'd just do it like yeah. that, and it, you would not even... Touch the sides. No, they wouldn't even see me just... You wouldn't even see me grimace. Just be... But you get, like, one of them mad June bug things, what they're called. You know, the widget yeah. grubs, you rip their head off and go... Yeah, Sorry. I struggle with it. Like, I think, um, I like big bugs, I don't like, I can't handle it. I'm not a fan of big bugs, just oh, generally, no, like spiders just, and uh, like dragonflies and this sort of d- stuff. Just, dragonflies? You know, like, 
like, like that size things, like you know, like big. It's very like, specific. Oh, <laughs> just, oh no, just <laughs> no, just like oversized bugs. You know, I can handle like little fruit flies. I just like spiders and shit. <laughs> Basically you, anything which will bite me. You have me. got a massive fear of dragonflies. Dragonflies, just yeah. Be honest. Just Dragonflyophobia. <laughs> Dragonflyophobia. Um, right, we're going to get through a couple, last couple of these questions and then we're going to pick, to finish this off, like last episode, our best uh, 10 TV series of all time, in our opinion. Um, so... We're we getting uh, the big last... man on for this. It's the big... Uh, Rob, Rob, Rob Boyles. Rob is, he's Rob. preparing... His best top ten TV shows as we speak. He's doing the work. Um, but just can't in the wait, meantime, uh, last couple of questions which people have sent in. Jason Jones says he uh, he said I know Darcy Blake personally over the last three or four years. Uh, he showed a lot of promise at Cardiff, um, but he loved having a drink too much. Was he that bad at Cardiff with drinking? I'm assuming he means. He was awesome, by the way, for Wales as well in the few games he played for Wales. Yeah. Do you like a drink? Yeah, he looked a baby. But there's certain people have body types that they don't look after themselves. Like myself, I'm, I'm like, I'm, mum and dad were skinny grows, growing up. I'm a skinny, mm. I'm, my genetic frame is skinny. Yeah. So I don't really need. I didn't need to worry about my f- the food intake and stuff like that. But Darcy was the opposite. So, so you it's have to be quite. Now. It's hard. You need to be disciplined when you've got that sort of body type. You got to be Tom Heaton. Like I think Tom is actually that body type. I'm genuinely Tom is that body type. Is he? And he's yep, hundred percent. He's disciplined. I think Wayne Rooney's like it as well, though, isn't yeah, he? He's got to be disciplined same, to stay yeah, in shape he's in at his certain, age as well. Yeah, there's certain guys you need to be disciplined. And it's, it's quite hard on them boys because you watch other boys eating and drinking what they want. And uh, for him, I just, I just probably just hung around these mates he's that he grew up with probably a bit too long. Um, That's, um, just for me looking in. Yeah, that's a good so. lad. Guy's a great lad. Mm. Yeah, I met him. I think I met him once or twice, and both times I met him, he was an absolute star, top. Nah, he's a great guy. Guy's a great you guy. Know, just unfortunate. Sometimes just it just doesn't work out for people. Nah, it like. doesn't work. Mm. Uh, Reese David Evans says, "No matter how good the new stadium is, it doesn't come close to a Tuesday night at Ninian Park. Could be six thousand there, and it'd be hostile non-stop. Oh, you do. You make me cry. So I, I'd rather you didn't." Um, we can't talk about it no more. See if I would. See if you win the lottery, would you go and build it again? Would you go and build it? And just, it wouldn't, like, be make same, it? It? wouldn't be no, the same, No, but just made it. Exactly I'd, build, I'd build build Ninian Park the same, and next to it, I'd build the Radar Arms next to it as well, because I miss my old local, which I grew up drinking in as well, which they turned think... into retirement flats. Well, see, my my mates went in there for a drink. Oh, it was shite, mate. It was no, the but they worst handed pub the guy, ever. No, no, but they handed the guy Scottish uh, Scottish money, and the guy was like, "No, we don't accept that here." It's probably me it's like, behind the bar that was, mate. Legal tender that was. Yeah. If anything, nah, worth twice as much. Well, not sure about that. Plastic money. Well, it? let's be honest. Um, is, there, no. is, there Welsh, is there any Welsh money in circulation? Well, we don't need it, do we? JD from America, he wouldn't be happy you're talking about Scottish money. He's got a vendetta against Scottish people, I think. I see just chisel. Chisel. I still can't get over that. just call him the chiseler. Is the chiseler mate, on, like... We're clipping that. I'm going to clip that for promotion of the show, and just like this is the this is the this is the, the people who are who are watching our show. Um, 
Uh, Kelly says, would you do I'm a Celebrity? You've answered that. Yes, uh, Jason said, he'd love to see you in The Hunted. Rob Boyle said he'd like to see you in Celebrity Coach Trip. He, after he redeemed himself, and he's, he's gone and blown it all up again. Who? What? Rob Boyle says you should do Celebrity Coach Trip. What is Celebrity? I've never heard of this thing. Celebrity Coach. But I don't watch TV, so, you know, like proper what? TV. What? Celebrity Coach Trip? Is that where you just put a load of celebrities and just chuck them on a... They just go, like, coach... Just go on a coach and just go for a... Just go on a bus ride, like... It's weird, that, isn't it? A um, few few suggestions for TV shows coming in already. Um, okay, last couple of questions, then. Steve McMahon says, what's your worst tattoo and let's see it? See, this is the Benadorm thing coming up. <laughs> this is it. This was Tell me thing. you didn't have a tattoo in Benadorm. Uh, sorry, not Benadorm. Um, mm. And Magaluf, sorry. Did you have a tattoo in Magaluf? Yes. You're taking this, your life, life in your own hands there. You know, Kings of Leon. Um, so, I had a playlist of about four songs. <laughs> and I pressed it on repeat. So, it was one of the songs was a Kings of Leon song. And just kept playing. I accidentally put it on repeat one night. And it was like playing constantly. Uh, it's called the song's called Pyro, Kings of Leon Pyro. Mm. Um, but the song kind of goes, da, I will never be a cornerstone. And I we all thought the song was called Cornerstone, so anyway, we went out drunk that night. In Scotland, we're playing Ireland, and with an Irish pal out with us, and my friend Stephen um, said he'd get a tattoo of Cornerstone on his ass if <laughs> Scotland did not beat Ireland. Anyway, they drew. Stephen gets the tattoo. I'm slagging him. Saying, ah, why would you get that done to your ass? Blah, 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 blah. He gets it on his ass. Cornerstone on his ass. And then the following night, whilst being very intoxicated, I decide to get the same thing put on my bum. <laughs> Come on. Which one? I see Cornerstone. That's yeah. Mine is yeah, a better. Right. Can you get it out without revealing everything? I'll try. I think I will. Yeah. We're gonna get. We're gonna get ripped off the air now. Nah, Kevin McNaught. It's a high Everyone's, everyone's getting their uh, their screen. Everyone's getting their screenshots ready. Yeah, Kevin McNaught's ass. It's not. Hold on, I need can't really see it. Hold on. I need to move this back. <laughs> Kevin McNaughton's ass. You'd only see it, yeah. See? Nobody does it, I guess. There we go. Now you there can see it. There guys. Corners, cornerstone. Absolute cracker. Kevin McNaughton's ass. Yeah, I can't believe you had a tattoo in Magaluf, mate. That is risky. To be fair, hold on. Can you see it? Oh, there we are. Yeah, yeah. It's a work of art, isn't it? Beautiful. Taking your life into your own hands, mate. Having a tattoo out there. Jesus Christ. Cornerstone and musical note. Unbelievable. Um, worst tattoo. There was one other question I was going to go to before we go to the TV shows. Uh, Jamie Anderson says, how was Paul Quinn as a teammate? You on one side, him on the other. It was great to see the crazy Scots. Loved it. How was he as a teammate? He was a great guy. He was a, an unbelievable roommate, though. He was a lunatic. Prankster. I think we, we've talked about Paul a few times. I know. He, he seems to come up every, uh, he does. every so often. Paul was an unbelievable guy. 
that we, Scottish we have, contingent. We haven't used to watch Goonies on the ceiling. And we used to sing a song, what a, fe- what a feeling watching Goonies on the ceiling, right? <laughs> because I had to take a projector with us. But we're that lazy, we used to just point it to the ceiling. As So we're both lying <laughs> on our beds. And one time we watched, um, we watched the Goonies mm. on our little DVD player with a projector yeah. facing the ceiling as we're both lying. And <laughs> it came to me, I said, what a feeling watching Goonies on the ceiling. That was it, so... From then on, whenever we're putting the projector on, it was just, what a feeling, watching Goonies on the ceiling. So that's the, new, that's the new line of literature. See, what we should do is we should get you to sing that properly into a microphone, and that could be the theme to- theme tune to our song. Could be. Uh, to our podcast, that could just be the theme tune. So Ooh. we've had, um, had a lot of suggestions for the greatest TV shows of all time. Um, which is going to be interesting because I don't think we're going to agree. So we're going to go top ten. I don't want to be. We're not going to spend too long on it. About ten minutes, fifteen minutes at the most on the 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 best ten TV shows of all time, in our opinion. Um, okay, 10, so ten, ten, ten. Should we go ten or five? Should we go five? I think we should cut it into five because. Got him. Top five TV shows of all time, in our I opinion. Think... Top TV shows, right? Yes, Some of it creeps in. We could put a few bonus ones in there, but wow, I think Ten's pushing the boat. Is there what? Is there a TV show which straight away you think that's got to be in there? Only Fools and Horses. Well, I'm going to give you some that I loved. Band of Brothers. Did you ever watch that? Yeah, I did watch that. I didn't think it was best of all time, but I thought it was good. Lost, lost. No. Oof. One of the worst endings. Yeah, ever, but ever, Lost ever. season one ah, is like yeah. one of the great yeah. TV series of all it's time. Brilliant, loved it. Uh, Prison Break. Phenomenal show. Yeah, good show. <laughs> I'd have Prison Break in there for sure. Um, as a su- suggestion, Only Fools and Horses got to be got to be in, in and around Breaking Bad. Got to be, uh, you know. Big shout like there. You take notes here, and then we can. Yeah, I'm right, going to write down a few, and right, then we okay. can go. Uh, think we'll go through them. So Rob's order, no particular order. He says ten five. The bill, the repair shop, only falls and horses. Top Gear, the original, and Storage Hunters. So that's that's a very Robby list, isn't it? It's a Rob mm. kind of list, isn't it? Only falls and horses. I give you the rest of them. No, I, I used to love the bill. No, Rob, that's it. But Gamora, Reese says. No what? Um, Peaky Blinders by Luke Dobson yes, says. very good. I have Peaky Blinders on there for sure. Um, someone else, I think it was Kelly, said Friends. Don't know if it'd be in my top five of all time. Obviously, uh, you know, an iconic show. I'm trying to think of sci-fi ones because I'm a big sci-fi EastEnders. Fan. Have you seen The Boys? <clears throat> I haven't started watching it yet, no. Good. I want to have a look. Uh, Haven. Nah. Daredevil, that's a quality series. But you know what's better Sorry. than that? The Punisher. The Punisher yes. TV series is yes. there you go. The Don. That's got a chance to just phenomenal. Mm. Underrated as hell, that is a great series. Uh Gamora, The Shield, oh, good Gamora. shout. Sons oh. of Anarchy, 
Gamora. Uh, the office. Yeah, oh, I don't know if I'd have the US office. So Reese David Evans has got his top five would be The Shield, Gamora, Sons of Anarchy, uh, the, U- the US office, and Alan Partridge. 24 has got to be up there. Easy mix up there. Uh, Alan Partridge, you having that? Would you have Alan Partridge in the best of all time? The Shield, do you ever watch that? I tried to, but I never really, I never, I just felt wasn't quite up there with 24 Mm. at the same time. Yeah. The Misfits? Yeah, quite like that, but again, it's no getting that right up there in the top, whatever it is. uh, Steve McMahon's top five of all time Baywatch, Only Fools and Horses, (laughs) Game of Thrones. Oh, Peaky, Game of Thrones, yes. Peaky Blinders and Just Tattoo of Us. Just <laughs> Tattoo? He's at the wind-up. <laughs> that is um, the name of me and him. Right, so you'll have to guide me. Is Game of Thrones up there with oh, the likes of Breaking Bad, Prison better, Break? Better. Really? Better. Better. Mm, well, you could be... Mm. I've, never, I've never watched a minute oh, of it. Because so you've never say. watched it. You think, mm, well, yeah. take it from me. It is quality. qualified. Uh, what a shout, Craig Sullivan, The Wire. Great show. We're never going to get these into a top five, mate, I'm telling you. Well, I'll tell you what, <laughs> Game of Thrones is in there. Nah. Line of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stand, stick to my guns now. Game of Thrones is not going in. 100. <laughs> I'm going off here. Going off here. <laughs> he's, he's going to throw his wine into the camera. Get out of it! He's going to just walk off. I'm going to get the Sean Massey treatment, though. <laughs> um, right, I will give uh, people. Uh, what we? I'll give people two more minutes to make any more suggestions that, before that, we there's more. have to I've pick got five. More got more uh, so, uh, who else made? Uh, so we have Craig suggested uh, Police Squad, Faulty Towers, Minder. Uh, friends, Last Kingdom. Like this is this is not the top ten. Luke Luke Dobson says the Last Kingdom is better than Game of Thrones. What's the Last Kingdom? I don't know. I've never seen either, so I can't uh, can't specify. Um, Be more specific. The Vikings, I've heard, is quite good. No, I've watched that. Bang um, bang average. So if you want to make a suggestion, you got to make it quick. Um, I'm trying to think what else have I watched do you know what would have been great if they hadn't cancelled it have you watched Westworld I've watched I think I've watched like the first episode or two Um, oh someone else is agreeing that uh, Last Kingdom is better than uh, than what is the Last Kingdom tell me what Last Kingdom is all about I don't know Uh, Reese David Evans said I keep saying Gamora has to be in there yes that will always be in there for me yeah, I'd put that in there as well. Uh, Gavin and Stacey from Rob Boyle. Not a chance. Throw that in the bin. <laughs> no, what's good? Chewing the fat. Chewing the fat is quality. What about... Um, Still orange? Game. So I'm going to name off a couple. Not necessarily that I think should be in there. Just I'm going to read you some TV shows. So you've got... Um, orange is the New Black. Uh, what else we got? NCIS. Um... The Office, the UK version, Walking Dead. <gasps> first few seasons. See, first, first three seasons. seasons first I'd four have, or five but... seasons, I'd be like, oh, yes. And then it gets a wee bit silly towards the end there. Eh? 
So I'd have Walking Dead seasons one to three. I'd have Lost seasons. Guy's got a pet tiger. Come on. One to three. Um, what was the other one you just said then before Walking Dead? Uh, the oh, the UK office. Uh, Line um, of Duty. Steve McGuan says. Stephen, don't you, just still ben game. Ben has comments. Bin him off, is it? Mute him. Oh. Twin Peaks. No. Breaking Bad. Uh, Mash. Mash. Gotham. Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul. I don't know if it'd be up there. It is very good. I don't very, know if it'd have it up there with the. It's on the bonus um, list. We should have a wee bonus, mm. like, special mention list. What we will do one week is we'll do the best TV shows that never finished, like, got cancelled before they Heroes. finished their story. Heroes. Alcatraz. There's a long list of those. And I think we discussed this last week a bit. What was I'm very, one? very oh. bitter about the cancellation of Alcatraz. Married with Children. Firefly. Firefly, yeah. There's another one that was cancelled. Uh, so we got Still Game. Uh, married with Children, a couple of suggestions. Still good, uh, yes. Law, Law and Order, Grey's Anatomy. No, no, I'm not. no, I've just gone straight in the bin. Criminal Minds in the bin. Casualty from Steve. Ugh, he said he, he did. Ha- he, yeah, he said he hashtagged Kev's late career. He's having a go there. He's having a comedy isn't he? value, isn't he? <laughs> he's not having a real go there, isn't he? Doctor Steve. Who. Stop it now. Doctor Who, would you have that in there? That's who, that's what I call him. <laughs> uh, okay then. Because he's stuck in his tablets for two weeks. What about Monty COVID. Python's Flying Circus? That is a cracker. It's a shout that, isn't it? Um, yep, that's good. It's good. Okay. Last 60 seconds then for any more suggestions and then we'll... We'll break there's down a few the list. There. There's a few in there, I think, I know. But the thing that yeah, I think that. we've... Like the films one, we'll think of them all afterwards. Sons of Anarchy, maybe? Reese says there. Oh, yes. There you go. It's a good well, one, though. Sons of Anarchy. Gamora, Sons of Anarchy. Is on there. Oh, what's the one? Gamora. Gamora. A.O. A.O. Oh, I think uh, my missus was looking at that on Netflix the other day, actually. It's not bad. Then it gets a wee bit funny towards the end. Garrett says he's getting worried because he likes the list which Steve McMahon's putting on. <laughs> what was his list again? Can we go through uh, that again? Well, Steve's. So he said um, <coughs> Casualty, um, Line of Duty. Who else did he have? And then on his list, he had Baywatch. Only yeah, Falls and Horses, Game of Thrones, Baywatch. Peaky Blinders, and Just Tattoo of Us. I think Just Tattoo of Us was just in memory of me and him getting yeah. tattoos on each other's arses. Uh, what else do they say? Um, what about Parks and Rec- Recreation? Nah. Father Ted, what a Your, shout. Yes. What a Only shout. Only films, Father Ted, are on there. They're on the list. Yeah, like, Ali, Ali G, the TV show, was pretty good as well. Oh, um, good. Before the celebrities cottoned on. X-Files. Yeah, well... Gotta go in there, mate. It was iconic. Fringe. Fringe is good. If I'd have Fringe on there before Game of Thrones, mate. Fringe was You've superb. You've not watched Game of Thrones, so how could you say that? <laughs> oh, Don't shout, Reese. Dexter. Another good Dexter's shout. Dexter's good. Yeah, I like Dexter. Oh, mate. Game of Thrones is out, I'm telling you. We've got too many good ones. What, what, P- 
think you would get rid of the best Band ones. Of Brothers. Band of Brothers I, is unbelievable. You I'll give you Band of Brothers over Game to, of Thrones. You need to start getting involved um, in the substance of what you're watching. These guys are giving Twin Peaks. These guys are giving their lives for the country. You need to start taking that and absorbing it, mate. You're just heartless, aren't you? It's like Would you have um uh, would you have mad, mad men on uh, these guys are dying. Who cares? Yeah, let's just watch someone else. These guys are giving their life for the country, mate. It's a factual thing. Is a shout watch then. Watch it. Just watch it and adore them. Uh, Luke Dobson says, and he says, are these allowed? And they, I, I decree that they are allowed. Family Guy or The Simpsons? Family Guy. How's the guy? Both of them, I think, have got to be in there with a shout. Craig right, Sullivan right, we're moving up to says, Halivan. Oh, mate, to we 10. could do a 20 the way we're, we're going. We're going back Dad's to Army. Right, Dad's I'm going to gonna have to... What about Mad Black Men? Adder. Black Adder. Shit. Oh, my word. Mate, we've got a top 20, I think, of this, right? Top 10. Top 10. Um, we'll see now. I'll, I'll total up how many we've got, and then we can put them in order. Right, I'm going to name a couple did, more. No, we Last did do couple. one time as well. Go on. Cartoons. Did you say Doctor Le- Doctor Who was going on the shortlist? Listen, it's not one of my favourite shows. If you want no. to put it on there, no, I'm not taking know. responsibility for that. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oof, I'm not sure about that. The West Wing. Oof, uh, <laughs> the Wire. Sopranos. <gasps> Why How could we forget that? That that, that and Breaking Bad should have oh been first days. on the list. That's more. Right. I swear, there's more. Oh, go, of course there have is. You got EastEnders? Go and Google I've got some, yeah. 10. Go and Google top 20 um, best TV shows. Right? That's what I just did. And, and just to tell you, Game of Thrones is not number one on their list. Breaking Bad is. So. But you need to try somebody else's list. Yeah, right. Because that list, that list is broken. <clears throat> so, this is our short list, and it isn't short. We have Only Falls and Horses, Band of yes. Brothers, Prison yes. Break... Yes. Breaking Bad, Peaky yes. Blinders, The yes. Punisher, yes. 24, Game yes. of Thrones, yes. The Wire, yes. Walking Dead Season 1 to 3, yes. Lost Season 1 to 3, yes. UK Office, yes. uh, Sons of Anarchy, Gamora, yes. Father yes. Ted, X-Files Fringe, Dexter, Hannibal, The Simpsons, Blackadder, Family Guy, and that's it for the shortlist. 23. Is 23. Think. So, I think we've been off cartoons because they'll be on a separate list. Okay. So we've been off Simpsons. Yeah. And we've been off Family Guy. I think we've been off as much as it hurts me. We've been off Lost and Walking Dead because there was only the we said one to three seasons. Yeah. It was good, okay. But the rest of them weren't good okay. enough. So that takes us down to a top twenty or top eighteen actually. I think it was. Pretty impressive. So, top five, hundred percent. We have to have Breaking Bad is in the top five, in there, no doubt. Hundred percent. Yeah, we'll give that. We'll give that. Yeah, we'll give that one. Um, uh, uh, I think, I think, and this is my personal shout. I think Fringe has to be in the top five. I'd try and to put I think, that on the back burner. Put well, on the back burner. Um, right, we'll put Fringe on the back burner. Sopranos. You have to get- we have to get only fields and horses in there. I'm sorry. In the top five? Of course. Oof, what do you mean? Oh, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I just It's difficult. It has to go in there. So these are stick-ons. We put the stick-ons in. 
Okay, so Sopranos build around it. So at the moment, we've got three stick-ons. We've got Breaking Bad, The Sopranos, and Only Fools and Horses. So we need... If we're doing top five... What's the other old one that we liked? Uh, so you've got X-Files, Blackadder, you've got Hannibal, Dexter, Gamora, Sons of Anarchy, The Wire, 24, Peaky Blinders, 24 has got one. 24 has got one, eh? Top five all time. Has 24. Has so you've got one left. I think 24 started the whole box set thing. Yeah, it did. So, so I think it has to go in there. Reese has said again that Gamora has to be in the top five. So we've got... That's, our, that's good. We've got four out of the five already, which is Breaking Bad, 24, The Sopranos, and Only Fools and Horses. We've got one left. Oof, I don't want to do this decision. The pressure. Oof. So, like, you've got Gamora. Like, like Gamora's but then you've got... Then you're leaving that, out Game I, of like Thrones. That could, that could be put in a different category. Overseas. Game of Thrones is not in there at the moment. Punisher's not in there at the moment. And I really rate that. Sh- that's that. You just watch Game of Thrones, mate. So you can't comment. Go on. I'll let you pick the final one for so, our top five. Right. So just go through, right. Run through the list. Run through what's left. Okay. So we got. I'm going to go up backwards just because of where my screen is. Blackadder, Hannibal, Dexter, Fringe, X Files, Father Ted, Gamora, Sons of Anarchy, The UK Office, The Wire, Game of Thrones, Punisher, Piggy Blinders, Prison Break, Band of Brothers. Pressure's on you now, mate. You get this wrong, people are going to be shouting at you in the street. They'll be coming up to you and going, Kev! <laughs> get Game really of Thrones is shite! Oh, my God. The amount of times I've just sat and watched Father Ted. Mm. Come on. You can do it. You've got to pick one. So, uh, let's do it another way. Go, like, if I told you, right, you know we've got to go, go and watch something. Go on and go with Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Oof. Right. Okay, so... Right, you watch it now. You have to watch this now. Okay, see this finger? You have to watch it. The ship sailed on it now. I've lost motivation to watch it. Tell me why I should watch it. Tell me why I should watch it. It's one of the great shows of all time. Is it, though? What do you mean, is it, though? Look, it's about... What's it about? That's like going, like... Only Phil Zorz is one of the best shows. Is it, though? No, that is funny, isn't it? It's fantastic. Well, this is enchanting. What's, what's good like, about what's good about Game of Thrones? I need to know. Like, well, do you want to know one of the good. main things about it? Just yeah, when you think it's all a everybody's dream. safe, they your favourite character just gets this, mate. What's up? Do they do that more than once as well? Oh, mate, it happens all the time. You're just like, I love this guy. I love this character. He's doing really and well. He's oh, dead. love this. You don't see him again, just like that. Right. I'll tell you what then. By the time we do the next show in a couple of weeks, I will make sure I've watched at least like two or three episodes. You'll be a it. member of the Black Watch, mate. And you won't know that it means, but well, you, you will, hopefully, by next time. There we go. So, our top five TV shows of all time are, in no particular order, top five TV shows. I'm going to put them in the comments at the same time. So, only fools and horses. Followed by Game of Thrones. Has to be enough. Has to. F- 
followed by The Sopranos, which is one of TV's great show. Reese is probably logged off because we didn't put Gamora in there. But we just ran out of space. No, what? Spe- we should have a little special mention column, like for maybe one or well, two. Well, yeah, you'd have Gamora's, a couple, wouldn't you? Uh, Only Fools and Horses, Game of Thrones, Sopranos, 24, and then you know the final Sopranos spot. and Gamora are basically the same program, aren't they? Really? They're right up the there, aren't they? And then finally, the f- number five, but they're not in order, is Breaking Band- Bad. Band of Brothers never made top five, though. Didn't make top five, no. So if you were doing a top ten, made. you'd probably add, like, Band of Brothers, Gamora. You hit the allies, mate. Well, that's it. You'd add Gamora, and then you'd add The Punisher, Peaky Blinders, and, say, Fringe, maybe? Or Hannibal, Sons of Anarchy. I do, I Fringe is a big time. You are. I think it's one of the greats. You've got a big fringe. Steve McMahon says, I look like Lord Tyrone Tyrion Lannister. Lannister. He does. He does. He's a little dwarf who enjoys... Not sure about that. He enjoys wine and gets involved with certain things. That's why he's... There yeah, you does. go. If you, you... See, see that? He said, I'm still watching. I love Super Kev too much to turn off. See? see? That's what we like to see. Right, and Rob says, "What's next time so I can prep?" So I think it should be cartoons. Your favourite kids. We had a couple, didn't we? We had cartoons. We had the cancelled shows though as well. I love like kids cartoons cartoons growing up. Greatest cast sweeties. Can't do them all, mate. Can't go do them. Pace yourself. Remember what we said. One okay. One each show. One list each show. Right, next week we'll do the top five greatest cartoons of all time. Cartoons, and I tell you, oh, what, are they growing up? Growing up cartoons, or just the top five, just best cartoons? If you've of all got time? kids and you sit watching cartoons with your kids, and you go, "Oh my god, this is brilliant!" Then fair enough, you can add them. But let's be honest, your kids are not going to be sat there tuning yeah. in, typing Peppa Pig. I watched thirty-two seasons of The Simpsons in lockdown. Like just where I'd like, I like Family Guy. In the kitchen, I'd be I watching that. Fam- see, Family Guy or Simpsons? I'd take The Simpsons, I would. Because I think it's in the, something in it for see, everyone. Give me a, a few years back, I'd probably said that, but now I'm just Family Guy all the way. Yeah, I got banging. Like, when I was in hospital, I was banging to Family Guy because someone brought me in a load of DVDs of it. And I, I didn't have like a smartphone at that time. Or there was no Wi-Fi or something, so I couldn't watch TV. So I literally just had a portable DVD player and just watched like every single season of um, Family Guy, like just constantly in hospital. Uh, Reese just said next week. Are we getting another one that soon? Um, no, it probably won't be next week. I think I misspoke. It'd be the maybe the week after if you if you're well behaved. But um, we are hoping. I will say now what I'm hoping to do. No promises. We are hoping to do an Ace Podcast Nation Christmas live stream um, in the run-up to Christmas, sometime middle of December, where I'm going to try and get every single co-host from all the various shows all on one stream. So we'll have Kev, we'll have Andy, we'll have uh, Jacob, we'll have Andrew, we'll have... Yeah, well, this you haven't heard my idea now. Um, We'll have Nye and uh, Kieran from the Cricket One. We'll have Reese from Conspiracy Theories because I think I can have up to 10 people on the stream. So we're going to have us all on there. I'm going to divide them into teams and then I'm going to make them do a quiz on themselves. So we'll have questions on Kev McNaughton. 
We'll have questions on Andy Campbell, questions on Kieran Powell, questions on conspiracy theories. It'd be awesome. What but, um, does the tattoo on my bum say? Yeah, that's a good question. Only people who watch this stream Only and you would... and a couple of other people Only will know. Only people who have seen me naked. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Right. So there's 26,000 wives out there who yeah. might know the answer. <laughs> Uh, oh my days <laughs> uh, a couple of suggestions for the cartoon have come in already uh, Roadrunner uh, Kelly said Danger Mouse Rob said American Dad um, see I'm going I'm going for things like Fraggle Rock Tell me you remember Rock. Fraggle that's Rock. not a cartoon what? though is it well okay then gummy, gummy Bears Gummy Bears yeah Gummy Bears what uh, I know, I know them. If you want me to sing gummy bears, go sing a sing gummy bears to finish us off. Then magic and mystery. Are Hang on, oh, whoa, 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 two seconds, what? guys. Thanks for tuning in. Appreciate it. Appreciate all the comments, questions. Spread the word about this show because it is it's new. This is only episode two. We want to build it up and build it up. We have a bit of fun, light-hearted fun, as it were. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. All the links are in the description. Spread the word. We'll be back in two weeks' time. Probably a Tuesday, but we'll try and make it so it's not on the same night as the foosball. But in the meantime, here is Kev McNaughton singing the Gummy Bears song. Okay. Here we go. Magic and mystery are part of their history and something and something and something get it juice. Gummy Bears... Bouncing here and there and everywhere. Magic mystery is beyond compare. We are the gummy bears. We are the gummy bears. Beautiful. Beautiful. Sports Social Podcast Network.